Welcome to the Influential Nonprofit, the show for nonprofit leaders to grow their influence so they can grow their income and impact. Now, here's your host, Marianne Dersh. Hey, it's Marianne. Welcome to another episode of the Influential Nonprofit. If you don't know me, I work with nonprofit leaders to master the art of influence so they can lead themselves and others more effectively and have the meaningful conversations that drive their most important work. And those meaningful conversations that drive your most important work can be with donors, volunteers, board members, anyone you need to enroll in a vision, anyone you don't have have authority over, but you need them to do something. And that's what I help you do. Today, we're going to talk about one way to do that, and it's a little bit unexpected and counterintuitive, so I'm excited to talk about it. There's a principle I work with called release the outcome. Release the outcome means that I, whatever happens, I am okay. The real story is the more likely you are, the, the more you want something, the less likely you are to get it. And doesn't that sound absolutely bonkers, that the more you want it, the less likely you are to get it? Because what are we taught? We're taught to close. We're taught to hustle. We're taught to convince. We're taught to like go in there and see if you can get something from somebody. And the more that we want it, the more that we tie our happiness, our worth onto goals, onto how much money we bring in, the less likely we are to have it. It's so crazy and it's so true. And I'm going to explain to you why and how Release the Outcome has served me and the people that I coach and train in my life and in their life. Now, first, I eat my own cooking, okay? And I work on this too, releasing the outcome, which means I'm okay. Whatever happens, I'm okay. I can hold space that I really want something to happen or really love somebody to enroll in my program. And also, I'm totally okay. Whatever happens. That means that means I don't care. I give up. It means I'm okay with whatever outcome there is. I'm going to tell you why that's so powerful in just a minute. Let me share you some examples. Now, first of all, I use this in my personal and professional life. In my professional life, I am working on releasing the outcome. And anytime you book a, a call with me, maybe you know you you want to get some wisdom around an experience or some guidance, and you may or may not be interested in working with me, and I truly work to see you for who you are and release the outcome of whatever it is. Like, I don't need to sell you. I don't need to enroll you. I don't need to convince you. I am okay. If there's an opportunity, we talk about it. And if not, that's okay too. And anyone listening who's had these conversations, you know that that is exactly what what I do. And I mean, the other day I had somebody I've been talking with a few times and it looked like it was going to be a go last minute budget change. It was not a go. And I was like, but I released the outcome even before we started. Not that I can't be disappointed, not that I can't be sad, but I've released the outcome. I had no tie to whether I got that or not. And in that case, it didn't work out. And most of the time it actually does. And let me explain why. Oh, wait, hold on. Before I tell you that, I'm going to share personally, my son, my middle kid, you may have a kid like this. He sets the emotional temperature of the household. If he's doing well, we're all doing well. If he's miserable, we're all miserable. So he sort of, his state affects our state. And my husband and I are working on creating our own states independent of his state, right? However he's doing. So we're working on releasing the outcome. Not that I don't love my son or care about what happens to him, but I'm releasing the outcome because I can't care more about his future than he does. 
I can't be more invested in what he does than, than he does. So there's a couple of things that we're working on releasing the outcome level. One is his job. He's 19. He just graduated high school. I'm not keeping his schedule. If he needs a ride, he can ask. Um, if he needs a ride back, he can ask, but I'm not invested in, are you working tonight? Da, da, da. Do you need your uniform clean? He's got that. The other piece is, um, oh, how he spends his money. You know, he has his money and he can use that. And we may not agree with how he spends it. We get, we're getting, especially my husband was getting all up in himself because AJ was not spending the money the way we thought. And like, come on, we are in college and we spend the money the way your parents thought we should. No, probably not, you know? So releasing the outcome means I'm okay with whatever happens. Let me tell you why this is so important. And I'll tell you a little bit how to do it. So when we are attached to an outcome, we've all automatically given away our power and we're operating on fear and desire. I need this to happen. I have to have this. And when we operate on fear, from fear, we create more fear. And when we push people, they push back. When I need somebody to do something, no, the desire has an energy to it that people can feel. You know, when the, the desperate salesperson, like, please, please, please. And it, you pull back, you, you pull back. So what attachment creates fear, and then we operate under that fear and just a constant wheel of desire and fear, desire of fear. Because once you get whatever you want, right? Even if you don't release the outcome and you get what you want, what happens? Like, okay, the, the, the fear comes back in. I need the next thing. I need the next thing. I need the next thing. Because the fear comes from inside you. The fear is driving that. So no, even if you get the gift, you're still operating under desire and fear. Like, okay, got that one. And then the fear comes back and the desire comes back and you got to go again. So you're in this gerbil wheel of fear and desire, fear and desire. Is this resonating? I think this may be resonating. All right. The second is attachment. When I'm attached to something, I give away my power. I give away my power to the person who to say yes or no to me. That's either going to make me feel good or bad, make me feel valuable or invaluable, make me feel competent or incompetent. So if my board would do this, I would feel this. I'm putting these external conditions and allowing other people to define my power, my worth, my gifts. So the idea is it's not about the outcome. It's about staying sovereign, staying on the throne. And when I mean staying on the throne, I mean, I have everything. I need nothing. I am complete and whole. Everything is as it should be. And when I tap into that energy, no matter what somebody says, no matter what happens, I'm okay. And that takes a little bit of faith. I'm going to get into that in just a minute. The other reason is what I'm attached to an outcome. I'm not completely present with people. I'm seeing them through a lens of the glasses of what I want them to be, a big donor, a sponsor, a volunteer, a board member, whatever it is I want them to be. I'm not being open to who they are, seeing them through a lens. And it's hard to be of service to someone when you're coming at them with an agenda. And people can also feel that. They are not feeling seen and heard. They're not feeling cared for. They're not feeling understood. They Because they see that you have an agenda and they start to shut down. They're not as open. Another one is that it's a little bit me-focused. When you do for me, then I'll do for you. And I want us to consider switching that around. Switch that around. I'm going to set my needs aside and all I have to do is be of service to you. All I have to do is be of service to you. Instead of saying, what can my board members do for me? I need them to do this and this and this. 
how can I make this the best board experience you have ever had? And I guarantee you, if you can give them the best board experience they've ever had, you won't have to ask them or pull them to do anything. When you're a value to them, they'll be a value to you. So many times I say, set the money aside for now. The money will come when I'm a value to you, when I'm seeing people for who they are, not who I want them to be. When I am being honest and vulnerable and open and making meaningful connections, the money will come. Whether it's from that person or not, the money will come. So having that in my mind of, I don't need anything for this person. I can set my needs aside and be fully focused on that person creates an amazing experience. And you will have the most powerful, productive conversations. You can't even imagine. A couple of things I want to say is it's not giving up, all right? If I release outcome, that doesn't mean I give up. That doesn't mean I'm just sitting under a tree, meditating, hoping things come my way. I'm not, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on my son. I'm not giving up. It means that I'm going to be okay with, with what is and be open to what is, not necessarily what I think things should be or what I think things should happen. And why is this so powerful is because when I'm open to what could happen, there are so many more possibilities and opportunities around me that I haven't even thought about. If I'm coming at me for one thing and one thing only, I'm limiting the, the, the scope of the discussion and the relationship. I'm cutting myself off from so many opportunities and, and ideas and possibilities. So when I'm open to that, there's so much more that can come to me. Second, or the other one is I'm going to, I have something called follow the free energy, which means it's like a bumper car. Like I'm going to bounce. And if it's a connection, great. If not, I'm just going to bounce to the next one. I don't need to hound people. I don't need to call them 50 times. Now there are people who do this and that may work for them. And that's great. That's just, that's not been my experience, especially in the world of fundraising which is more of a transformational, not transactional experience where I'm, I'm, if there's a connection, great. If not, bless and release. That's totally okay. It was great to meet you. It was great. It, you know, it was great for you to meet me. And when I see people for who they are, not who I want them to be, they'll feel seen and heard. They'll be excited to refer me because they trust me. That's try to push them or sell them. So they're going to trust me with uh, uh, people they know. One of the biggest reasons board members hesitate to per, to help with fundraising because they don't trust how you're going to treat their friends and colleagues. They don't want to be a burden. They don't want to like be embarrassed or be avoided at the next party. So if I release the outcome, I don't need anything from them. I just want to make a great connection. Oh, okay. If it's if it's a fit, great. If not, that's okay too. And then the last piece I want to say is the more decision-making I give to someone else, the more likely they are to decide what I want. And I know that sounds so crazy, but let me tell you, it is 100% true. The more I let you decide, the more you may decide what I want. If I try to push you into something, you're going to push back. When, when I give you the opportunity to choose, you will most likely choose what, what I want because I'm giving you the choice to do it. Remember, I've said this a million times, people hate to be sold, they love to buy. So the buying is in the choice. So when I release the outcome and say, hey, whatever you decide is totally okay with me, be like, well, let's talk about it a little bit. Sure. When I talk with people about training their board, I say, you know, there are specific things I look for when I'm, when I'm going to work with a board. You know, are they doing well? Are they performing well? They want to do better. Are they open to training? Are they open? Because these are, these are the things that I am looking for, you know, and I am making, I'm making a case for them to tell me 
why they think they would fit that that my needs or you know what I what I look for and what makes me successful instead of me trying to push or convince that. I'm making it very clear. And hey, if this is you, great. If not, that's totally okay too. And you see, are you are you getting this? Releasing the outcome is super super powerful, and not just in our work, in our whole life. It allows us to be fully present no matter where we are. It allows us to receive whatever's coming to us. There's a couple of ways that you can really tap into the release the outcome experience. One is faith, just faith, belief in the universe and how much it provides that the money's out there. The story you're telling yourself is one of fear and scarcity. Tap into all those times that stuff showed up for you, all the times that you've been doing well. I just had a call with somebody and she said, we, we still have a little you know, pandemic panic in us. I said, your, your organization's doing amazing. They can't really tap into that because they're still, they still have this fear story. So it's hard to release. It's hard right now for them to release outcome. Like, remember all the times that you th- that the money showed up, that the people showed up, that you were all right and tap into that and remember that and that the feeling of being safe and supported no matter what. Because when you can cultivate that in yourself, you're going to cultivate in others. Because if you push out trust, you're going to get back trust. If you push out fear, you're going to get back fear. So just trust that it's always okay. There's a couple of mantras that I use that I really, really love. One is this or something better. It's this or something better. When I meet with someone, it's either this or something better. You know, I know that that's what's in store for me. And the other one is nothing that's meant for me will pass me by because dot, 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 right? Nothing that's meant for me will pass me by because I went on vacation, because that donor said no, because somebody rescheduled, because I didn't get the email out this week. Nothing that's meant for me will pass me by because one of the ones are everything is here or well on its way. Everything we need is here or well on its way. Just tapping into the gratitude of what you have and cultivating that will really, really shift your perspective and allow you to release the outcome. I'm going to end with one little story to help you demonstrate that. A couple of years ago, this was many years ago. I don't know. My husband and I went on vacation to Jamaica. We went to this new resort we had never been to before. The first day we get there, of course, our room's delayed because it's Jamaica. Everything's a little behind schedule. So they said, just why don't you go to the pool? You can hang out, get something to eat, you know, have a drink and, and we'll get to you. My husband and I went to the pool. Within five minutes, I had the six best friends of my, ever in my life. You know, I'm like doing Bob Marley shots. I mean, I was, you know, and then our room, we forget about the room. Then the room is ready. We run upstairs, we throw our suits on, we jump back in the pool. At the Swinga Bar, we have like the best experience. It kicked off this amazing vacation. You know, we like made friends that first 10 minutes that we had the whole week, all this really great stuff happened. Well, now we have to go back. That was awesome. And the next year, I got really tied up into having those same exact experiences again. So when we got there, like, oh, well, there's, I didn't really meet anybody at the Swinga Bar the first day. And like all this stuff was off and I I got upset. I got like, this is so disappointing. Wait, what's so disappointing? Because I was tied to the outcome. I needed certain things to have happened. You know, like, so what are some of the best times you had? Like when it rained and I, we, and, you know, like, and we wound up holding pool things over our heads and laughing in the rain because it was unexpected. It was unplanned. I had released the outcome and I was open to whatever. So when we tried to, greet and outcome around everything. We live with 
fear and disappointment. I'm afraid of being disappointed. I'm afraid of not having fun. So I want to control this experience, even on vacation. And you may have had this experience as well. So what I realized is the less expectations I have, the happier I'll be because I really have no expectations. And when I had this really great experience, I wanted to recreate it, but I wanted to not create a new experience. I wanted to recreate the old one again. And when that wasn't happening for me, I got really disappointed and I had to wait, hold on, what's happening? And wait, hope. And this was before I knew a lot of these skills. I did it on my own intuitively, but looking back, I can realize that's exactly what happened. I wanted to guarantee that I would not be disappointed. And in that created disappointment, right? So by trying to to eliminate fear, we are actually creating more fear. So I know, I know it's crazy and it's true. So that's it. Let's work on releasing the outcome, practice those mantras, you know, this or something better, uh, whatever's meant for me won't pass me by because, and you know, um, everything I, I need is here or well on its way. And once we tap into that and stay sovereign, stay on the throne, and stay sovereign no matter the circumstance, you will open yourself up to new ideas, new possibilities, and new ways of relating to people and raising more money than you ever felt possible and feeling safe and excited and supported while you do it. It's true. It can happen. All right. If you're interested in talking with me, and also I released the outcome, so it's okay. There's a link in the show notes. You can book a quickie intro call with me. We can talk more about this or any other things I teach and what it looks like to work with me or not. That's up to you. And that's it for this episode of me and the influential nonprofit. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the influential nonprofit with your host, Marianne Dersh. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Also, check out the influentialnonprofit.com for more resources on growing your influence so you can raise more and do more.